Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic. So unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, got a picture. Connect. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds. Skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100%. Hey, 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 welcome in on a terrific Tuesday. Thanks for being with us today. Justin Akery, Westmore, and the Wizard. Christian Weaver. Hope everybody's doing all right today. We are. Good. Yep. Still rebounding from the weekend, wrapping up uh, the NFL week as well with a couple of games last night. Had a just a tragic injury last night with Chubb going down with a uh, season-ending knee injury, it appears. And in the early game, Saints find a way against the Panthers in what was a relatively ugly offensive game. Uh, they made just enough plays in the second half. And I still don't think they've scratched the surface, but I'm biased, obviously. But 2-0, I'll take it. No matter how they get there. It's not as impressive as what the Cowboys have done so far, but all fine. We are going to get the Saints game at noon on Sunday, right, Wes? Who are the Saints playing? Uh, they're playing the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. It's a Fox game? It's, I assume, it's two NFC teams. Could be. Yeah. I would assume yes. Yeah. Okay. And you'll be able to watch it on DirecTV. I, if you want to. If I had a satellite. Yeah, if you had a satellite. What year is this? Um, yes, Christian? Which was worse? Chubb's leg injury or Chubb's getting in a fight with an alligator in Happy Gilmore? Good question. Chubb's leg injury. Chubb's, um, Chubb's ended up dying, though. How about Chubb's leg injury or... Chubb's lost his hand in that... In that he didn't out. die, right? He died, fell on a window, right? Yeah. Uh, Chubb's, Chubb's leg injury or the Panthers' offense? Chubb's leg injury was really yeah. bad. Yeah. It's, that, I never saw that's it. That's as bad as I've ever seen. I never saw it, and I didn't... I didn't look for it, and they didn't show replays. So yes. Kudos to ESPN. I, I was on Twitter, and I, uh, first thing I saw was Nick Chubb, oh, no. Then I saw, like, if you haven't seen it, don't even go look for it. Uh, there's a reason why they're not showing the replay. Uh, Twitter was just blowing up, and there was no replay. That You know, credible people were. Yeah. And so I had to do a search for Chubb. You looked for it, you sicko. Yes. Well, I I, I'm a reporter. I you know, I have to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it is one of the most disgusting injuries I've ever. And I had a, but we were at dinner, and I was like, "This is bad. That does this is this going to bother you if you watch this?" He's like, "Yeah, I want to see it." He's like, "Oh my god, I wish you wouldn't have shown me that." Who are you with? Just some friends. Yeah. And it, it is. I mean, the knee goes sideways. He gets hit from the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, he, you know, he's kind of stood up a little bit, and the guy comes in low, hits his knee from the side, knee bends sideways, and then it continues to fold sideways. Not, you know, the way yeah. it's supposed to, but sideways. I understand sideways. It's you got it. dislocated. Um, it is, every you know, ACL, P- LCL, PCL. Yeah, she had to report everything was torn, basically. Everything, yeah. yeah. That, that's People were giving a hard time because they reported right, right out of the gate that they everything, basically, that could happen, well, happened. I and think he wed the tweet with saying his past injury in 2015 included tearing, tearing the MCL, PCL, and he said... They don't know what happened to his leg last night yet. Yeah, but I'm assume all those things probably happened again. Right. Somebody said they said it, he said it was the same knee. That oh, he it was had. the same. That was my question. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know if that's career ending, but it's certainly devastating. 
Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of gross ones. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to compare notes because I didn't see that one. I'm, I still I'm, think Kevin Ware may be the worst because you saw the bone. That's the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to mind. And then, you know, the, the Crumry injury where his legs is flopping around. Tyrone Prothrow mm-hmm. had the same thing. Yep. His le- I mean, I can think of a lot of gr- – I mean, I didn't really see a good close-up of, th- of Thiesman, but uh, we all know what happened there. So, I don't know. There's been a lot of nasty ones over the years. It's uh, – it's a uh, tough, tough world out there. Who's the other guy that uh, who's the who's the South Carolina player? The, was it the running back? The running back that had a real terrible injury like that too. Marcus Lattimore. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, it's awful. Hate that for him. Um, we're gonna talk about the Razorbacks. We got quite a bit of sound from Coach Pittman's press conference yesterday, and he talked about uh, getting over losses. He was questioned about Satania. Talked about that, about him playing more. Got an update on Rocket's injury. Obviously not nearly as severe as what we saw last night. And uh, a little more on KJ and Luke has. So we'll get to all that as we go through the show today. So we have a number of guests coming up, including at the bottom of this hour. That will be Clint Conk, thanks to Farm Brothers Flying Service. And we'll get his thoughts from a coach's perspective. To me, you know, again, I'm not as upset about it or depressed about it, even though I don't think BYU is great. I don't think Arkansas was squarely focused, maybe. They certainly didn't play very focused. And uh, I just don't think they played that horrifically. And a lot of people think they're going to go to LSU and lose by 40. I just don't. So, West maybe does. Uh, but I'm not going to debate it with you. We'll get Coach Conk's thoughts on it. And obviously, I got a lot of respect for LSU this year. They're a very good team. Maybe the best team in the West. I think you'd have to say that right now, right? Yes, Even though they no got doubt. smoked by Florida State, they're if we're still... We're doing a power rankings. And it was a bad second half against Florida State. It was a good... Good the, game. The question is, does Alabama's quarterback play improve significantly over the next few weeks? <laughs> Zach Williams will join us at 11 o'clock, thanks to Fence Brokers. Um, we get the Red White Report, brought to you by Big O Tires. Pat Bradley joining us at 11.30, brought to you by River City Flooring, a company I uh, am a huge fan of. I've used many, many times over the years, and I will tell you that even if you don't have a flooring um, project, you used to have a home improvement project, they can help you out. Eli Craner, thanks to Jackalope Cycling, coming up at 11.45. And uh, Larry Betts coming in from Youth Home in the 12 o'clock hour. They have a casino event coming up, and it is a fundraiser, so we will talk to him about that. If you want to join us today, 661-1037. Hit us up on the first... Nope. Well, I haven't done that in a long time. No. Southern Structural Solutions text line uh, at 661-1037. Thanks to Aaron and the folks at Southern Structural Solutions. And Asher Record Life and Feedback also available through our list of my button. JW is up first. I'll get him in here. Uh, what's up, JW? How are you? Hey guys, um, I'm I'm not really worried about the rest this year because we have a, clearly a coaching problem. We can make a thousand excuses, but the the fourth the fourth down, not having Satania on the field, not having your lineman ready when you're an offensive line guru guy, and this is year four or five, whatever it is, we have a coaching issue. I'm past. I'm I, I'm I'm thankful for Pittman, but I'm moving on from him. Uh, my question is is why I'm moving on from him is because he can't make the changes. He has to ask for to go on fourth down. He's not a head coach. He's a glorified. He, he's a Mike Anderson. Okay, I'll say it. And 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 here's the thing: we got Texas and Oklahoma coming in here stoked and ready. We got new coaches like from Liberty. Already turning the program around, you know. And, and yeah, I thought we talked about. Did we do this exact call? Yet? Okay, but you I know think you... Hugh Freeze has already turned Auburn around. What 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 have you seen from Auburn? I'm not done yet. But, but, but JW, I'm just yeah, saying. You said this yesterday. Y'all regurgitate a lot of things too. So let me. Well, let me we got to fill a three-hour show every day. You only got to fill a two-minute call. Let's. How about some new material? Okay, and I still got probably a minute thirty. So let me finish. No, off. forty seconds. Go ahead. Okay, is Bobby Petrina able? And can we go get Gus Malzahn and bring him home? Or are we going to miss on some more coaches that are, are are we just going to keep hiring the same kind of coaches? Can we go and get a real coach that can coach and make – and I don't care if he's a likable guy or not. I want somebody that's not likable that can coach. Is Bobby Petrino able to be hired No, again? he's Thank not. You. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's, that's the dumb that, – you just basically said the same thing yesterday, which was fine, and then you asked if Bobby Petrino could be rehired. No, he can't. What has Bobby Petrino done since he left that wants you to get him back now? And and Gus, I mean, I'm not like that. He just said he wanted new coaches. Yeah, that's a retread. But he just wants to bring back two retreads. I'm not saying Gus isn't a good coach. I'm not even saying Bobby's not a good coach. You're never going to came with me with Dion. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's a new coach. I'll listen to that. Yeah. I don't want to go down the Gus Malzahn road Uh or the Bobby Petrino road. It's come and gone. Yes. 
Well, he's given up. Yeah. On the season. He's already said that. He doesn't care. Yeah. But I do think, I do know teams improve and coaches improve. I think you can go back to the first time when Enos was here. They struggled out of the gate, lost a couple of questionable games, and they finished very strong and had a good end of the year. I, I do think they saw something Saturday that we all saw. That was a. They were trying to put that square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. They've got to get back to KJ running the ball, doing some RPOs, get him outside the pocket, work on that short passing game. Yeah, because LSU's coming to town, or they're going to LSU. You can't sit in the pocket with, with this offensive line no. and, and expect to block LSU. He's not a pocket passer. But, no, but the point is, and that's what everybody said on every show yesterday is, you're forcing an offense on him that he's not comfortable with. Enos is going to have to adjust for sure. Uh, the thing that concerns me, Wes, and you've seen this before, it's the short throws that Ke- that, that that KJ struggles with a lot. Like the, yeah. the most easy five seven yard throws. It's like, how'd you miss that? I hope that they can, that can get fixed up. You know, I hope that they can make him a little more accurate. We've talked about footwork and all that kind of thing. I'll be curious to get Coach Kelly's perspective tomorrow too. But Coach Conk will join us, and he's coached a few good ones over the years at quarterback too. So um, yeah, but I think that that's definitely a valid point. Um, one of the big things is. Where did it go? Did I delete that, Christian? Uh, I want to hear about... Can you stick KJ's the clip on KJ's health back up there? I have no idea where that went. I stepped out of the room, came back, and it was gone. Disappeared. Uh, anyway, but that's part of it. I mean, can he hold up? And do you really want to run him 15 times? Now, what, did he run 14 Saturday? I think it was 13, but there were four sacks. So that's nine times. And Sterner okay. went back and watched it, and he thought there were four, four. designed runs. Right. The other times were sacks or scrambles. Yeah, I mean, the question is, and it's been a year, it's been an issue, can he hold up to the abuse, especially against a team that's big, strong, fast like LSU? But you're right. I mean, if that's your best bet, that's your best bet. Sorry. Rocket's your best running back. Let's don't run him too much because we don't want to get him hurt. What? Yeah. No. It's a little different because there's four other guys or three other guys that can play the position behind him and give him some, some rest. I thought it cost him Saturday. They wanted to try to – I mean, Green comes in first uh, first series. Yeah, he looked great. And then it's he got nine carries for the entire game. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, what's where, where's going with the hot hand, right? I'm with you. Here's coach on KJ. I was wondering about KJ's health. There was a couple of runs where maybe the old KJ would have cut up and hit somebody. Um, is he okay? Yes, he's fine. Um, yeah, he was a little banged up going into the game, but. You know, we, we wondered the same thing, but we knew the answer of why, you know. Um, but it's not because, I mean, a lot of times you're telling guys, you know, run out of bounds or something like that. We have not heard him that because I didn't pay. I, don't, I didn't think he would do it, you know, if we did. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that had a little bit to do with how he was feeling. I don't know what that sounded like. We were talking on both sides of our mouth there. Did he right. say he was okay? And then it sounded like he wasn't. He was dinged up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that explains that there was a play, and I know exactly what Tom. He's running towards out of bounds, and there's a little corner coming up, and you're like, KJ turns that up and yep. hits the corner, and he not only pulled up and went out of bounds, he pulled up and went out of bounds like three yards early. That was the Houdini play, where he was dead in the backfield, got out of it, and then ran off to the right side. I'm not sure, but he was like five yards from the end zone and decided yep. to run out. That's, of bounds. that's the play. And you're like, at the very least, you could have. Got a couple more yards like, before stepping out I think he could have scored. Oh, easy for you to say. I don't want to get it either. I'm with him. Um, here's a Coach on Rockets injury update. And do you think it makes that big of a difference? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't you rather have Rocket, AJ, and a little bit of Dominion than AJ, Dominion, uh, and a little bit of Dominique Johnson? Yeah, Dominique. Just, yeah. yeah. Again, I was hopeful that he would get back to form. I like that role where he's that lead blocker. Yeah. I think that's his role. Okay. No. I mean, really no is the answer. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. And I, I tell you, it's probably, in all honesty, it's probably too early to really tell on that injury. Um, we're going to have him out there a little bit today, uh, kind of see where he's at. Um but to be honest with you, the answer is probably no at this point. Not no that he's not going to play. No, we just don't know. But we don't think he's going to play. I do not. I don't either. No. Okay. Um, this comes from Kev. Razorbacks thought they delivered a knockout punch and didn't have many mm-hmm. answers once the coups got off the canvas. 
it reminded me of those Jermaine Taylor fights towards the end of his career. Hmm. Well, one in particular, at least. Just the first Pavlik fight, for sure. Uh, Rocket is not the same. You're not asking him to complete passes. I don't know what that means. Oh, you're saying because quarterback versus running back. Yeah, that's true. I'm not asking him to complete passes. I'd like him to complete some runs, but not until he's healthy. But his job is to run the ball. But I think you're right. I mean, the distribution's the issue to me. Mm-hmm. If A.J. Green is hot, give him the ball. He looked great. He had a couple. I mean, that wasn't the only good running at the 55-yard or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, he had some nice runs in there. Yeah. And that was when things coach. Listen, we've been focused on offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. What did coach say after the second week? He said the guys are missing some cuts too. Yeah. AJ Green. And AJ miss, was one of them, and he didn't miss a whole lot no. the other day. I didn't think it was a different play. I'll be honest too. I hadn't seen. You know, they started out the game with that quarterback lead draw, and I was like, "All right, here we go." I hadn't seen that, and then they went to that pistol formation that they scored the touchdown on. Hadn't seen that. And, I, and I, I was really feeling good. Obviously, like everybody else, it's 14 nothing. You get the ball, and I know it's sitting down at your own goal line. But it's like Clint said, all of a sudden they started subbing people, and it, it just looked like a different team. It, it, and that goes back to coaching. Deb Manuel, I guess, is back this week. He didn't play the other day. He didn't play at all? Nope. Not from what I read this morning. So uh, all right. does that make you feel... Any different? Yeah. I mean, because at least if something happens again to uh, Chambly, uh, you don't have to move Latham over to tackle yeah. to where that they were scrambling. So that helps with depth, if nothing else. But, yeah, they got to they gotta solidify the offensive line. You know, it looked serviceable for about three quarters. And then it all just fell apart. The penalties started piling on, the procedures, the sacks, and there at the end, that, that was just, uh, it was embarrassing. The last drive was pretty embarrassing. It was. That last play, when you're scrambling around, it was just absolute desperation mode. It's hard to watch. So, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Colorado, still the rage in college football. I watched the um, Dion interview from 60 Minutes yesterday. Christian, did you see that? I did. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was, too. I- I'll tell you what. I'm coming around on Dion, man. At the beginning of the year, I was like, I didn't like the whole thing, walking in and telling guys to beat it. He, his explanation in the 60 Minutes thing is basically like, I was challenging those guys. So if, he's like, if a, if a few words are going to hurt your feelings, you know, you're definitely not made for this program for us. Which, okay, I kind of get that. You're going to challenge him. That's fine. But mm-hmm. that's not the way it was worded. It's like, you guys, some of you guys are going to have to go. Wouldn't you much rather have a boss that came in was straightforward with you and go, I don't know if you can cut it working for me? Well, I think he's... And then says stringing you along. But the way he worded it straight, it was like, you can't cut it. Yeah. There are some of you guys that cannot cut it. Yeah. Then, then the interviewer asked him, was like, how would you feel as a parent if a coach told that to your kids? He's like, well, if, they try to, if they're telling you that, then you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. That's true. Hmm. Uh, betters are still on board with Colorado. David Basil and Wes Moore of our staff are both riding high on Oregon this week against the Buffaloes. They think they get their comeuppance this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do. I think there was a little bit of looking past Colorado State. I think there was a little disregard for Colorado State. I think they were feeling themselves. They've had media up their butt for the last, you know, four, five, six weeks, really before that, if you're Dion. Um, I don't think they played particularly well. The, que- the question becomes, how much does a Hunter injury impact your feeling on how they can operate offensively? And I still think they'll be pretty good. I just don't think they're good enough defensively to play with teams like Oregon. And they I- lose him defensively, too. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I think I think you'll still see them score mid twenties to low thirties, and I think Oregon will score fifty points. Yeah, I still like the over. It's seventy and a half. That would be one yeah. of my best bets of the week. I would think I like that more than the line, even though you know twenty one and a half still seems I won't say safe, but I would think that if I'm going to go one way or the other, I'd ride Oregon. I'm with you guys mm-hmm. on that. But apparently there's a ton of money still coming in. That game has been on DraftKings, apparently. I was reading a story this morning. The most bet on game this week. And you got Ohio State Notre Dame this week. But this has been the game that people are riding. They're just, again, they've captured everybody's attention. I'm pretty sure the Colorado game has been the most bet game, period, every single week in, in college football. You're probably right. Last week, the, or the ratings for this game, it just came out this morning, over 9 million people, the best, uh, most watched late night ESPN yeah. game ever. And it was one of the highest rated games ever, period. Not a bowl game. Well, here's the thing, Title too. Game. They have had the perfect storm, right? You've had great football games. You're playing a team that was in the mm-hmm. national championship last year to start, mm-hmm. and you go down to their place, and it's a classic. Second week, you're playing a longtime rival that's been renewed at your place yeah. in your home opener. Ton of interest there. Then last week, you get the late-night game against an in-state rival. There was some trash talk leading up to it, which got people intrigued. How's that going to go? Is there going to be an incident? Is there going to be a war of words? 
And, I mean, you've had the perfect storm if you're Colorado. This, this for is ratings. the Dion effect. Yes. Dion is like Tiger Woods was to golf. Tiger brought a different viewer in that sent ratings through the roof for the PGA Tour. Dion is bringing a different viewer. Dion is bringing maybe an NFL view. Now, it's different here in the South. We love college football. We're watching college football. But across the country where you have all these NFL fans, these, that, that, they're not watching college football on Saturday. All of a sudden, they have something. They have Dion, And they're tuning in to see Dion's team. And they're betting on Dion's team. That's what this is all about. This is Dion attracting a yeah. new football fan, uh, a or new casual. college football fan. That may be a big NFL fan. Now they're coming over to college. Yeah, he is. Well, he transcends a little bit too. He's a super superstar yes. in the world of sports. Yeah. Um, also, he's having a financial impact here. Blender's eyewear has struck gold with its Prime Twenty One sunglasses. That was inspired by Dion, and obviously you know about the conversation with the Colorado State coach last week. Uh, they've generated four and a half million dollars in revenue on a sixty-seven dollar pair of sunglasses. So it's not like these are three hundred dollars sunglasses. That's pretty amazing. Again, everything he touches right now is turning to gold. We'll see if it continues this week against Oregon. Last thing here, and Christian, I don't know if you came up with a question of the day today. I had to ask it. What's the record over the next four games for Arkansas? Oh, man. Lazy. No, we knew that. We said this uh, about a month ago because I suggested it. And you're like, no, save it to game week. That needs to be wait, hold off. I hate these kinds of questions. This is lazy. I get it. You're right. It, it, a lot of people will be curious to come up with uh, an answer on that, I guess. Especially now. I mean, either yeah. way, if we would have been undefeated going into this, people would have I don't been think optimistic. If you beat BYU, it doesn't change my thought on the next four games anyway. Really? Nah, you pull one out of your ass and you kick a well, last-second field goal. BB. Yeah, let's just say they put, found out a way to win this game, right? They found. Well, yeah, a, look look at Colorado. Hurt. You just got through praising them, and they just pulled one out of their against Colorado State and in double think, overtime. And you think they're going to get killed this weekend, just like I do? I don't. Yeah, feel, but you're on the Colorado train more. I'm on the Dion train more. Okay. I think I think Colorado is who, who we think they are. They're a dynamic offensive team that struggles. I mean, look, Shador Sanders is throwing for 500 yards a week or 450 or whatever. That's, I mean, and again, hasn't played a great defense just yet, maybe. TC obviously lost a lot. I don't know what Nebraska is. And last week, it's Colorado State, and you're a huge favorite, and you barely won. Um, they're going to score some points. I think they are who we think they are. They're just not very good defensively. You gave up 40-plus to TCU with the you know mm. new quarterback and all that. So, I don't know. Um, I cha- well, it changed my mind. What does- I saw from Colorado, and it's not losing to BYU. It is the way they lost with the offensive line play. It's it's bad, and uh, the the offense trying to do what they did with KJ unless something drastically changes. I, I, I mean, I was hopeful, and I would have picked one and three going into this stretch, thinking maybe if something happens, yeah, good. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, look, this is the worst Alabama team we've seen in a while. Yep. Uh, they played three quarterbacks last week. They're going back to Milrow. I don't think he can't. He's not the throwing solution. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, jury's still out on them for me. Okay, I mean that's three games. You got a chance. I don't think they have a chance Saturday. I don't think they can beat Ole Miss because Ole Miss will score too much. I, right now, I'm at zero and four. Yeah, I, I think they'll find. And, out, and I'm opti- optimistic. Me, it's like, well, maybe they'll find a way to win one. That's what I think. I think they'll find a way to win one because I don't think I don't think uh, the other three are significantly better. I think A and M's. I think they're all better, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're all significantly better enough that you can't pull one out. I just don't think they're going to lose four games in a row. But that's me. I'm an optimist. I don't think they're going to win this week. I'll give you that. How about that? Uh, question of the day today, on top of that one, if you could, Christian, because here's my other Dion piece. He says that he ranks his children. I saw this. Okay, so he's got two kids with his first wife, three kids, including the two that play for him now, with his second wife. Okay. Uh, and he says... He says, uh, he's talking about their rankings, and he says, my kids' rankings are tough. He says it's a serious run right now because he's giving all his kids praise for different reasons. And he said, I'm the only one that's honest about ranking my kids. You guys act like you love all of them the same, and you don't. I don't know why y'all act like that. That's pretty harsh. But I think, truth be told, a lot of parents would admit they do have one that they favor. Whether they like it or not. You're in great shape because you only got one kid. It's easy for you. Yeah, but like if I had a second one, I still feel like Titus would be my favorite. But I don't know until that happens. That's right. The second one's the baby. That is true. I, I, I'll i be dead on I'm No, I do not. 
love one more or it's not about loving or think more of one or the other. Yeah, mostly it, my, is, it is truly 50-50. Mine is based on which kid is pissing me off the least. That's all it's based on. But I'm probably closer to, to his camp than your camp. Um, but anyway, I, I think a lot of parents probably do. I think, you know, growing up, like, I knew my mom liked me more than my sister. Like, we were, I was closer to my mom. That's her job to make you think that. No, she was good at it, and it was truthful. And I hate it because my dad liked me more than my sister, too. And I hate that for her. That's a tough way to grow up. She's got a lot of problems, you know? And luckily, my dad got remarried and had another kid who he likes better than both of us. So now my sister's just with me. We're in the same boat. We're all like, you know, Blake's the best, and it's fine. We're just, I've accepted my role. Mm. But I knew where I stood. I knew where I stood growing up. It's 1031. Coach Cox here. Let's hit a break. We'll come back, and we'll visit with him about uh, the mess on the hill. See if he thinks they can get a win in the next four. Big O Tires right now has a good deal. If you need a tire or a set of tires, check out their deal for the month. Big O Tires offering $100 off select set of tires. They've got a great selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. That's a great tire, too. Let them take care of your tire needs. Cabot and Conway. And look, they all have mechanics on hand. They'll work on your vehicle. They do much more than just tires. They can do brakes, alignments, change your oil. See what Big O Tires can do for you and your car. Get you back out there on the road running as good as ever. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot's Prospect Court. Right in front of Kroger. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 1037 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Monday night was a magical one for Adam Wainwright and the St. Louis Cardinals. A swag and it's popped up. Short right field. Tommy Edmond goes out. He's under it. He makes the catch. It's a Wainer Redford winner. 200 career victories for Adam Wainwright. My thanks to the Cardinals Radio Network for that call by John Rooney. St. Louis beats Milwaukee 1-0 thanks to a Wilson Contreras home run. Wainwright went seven innings, allowing four hits with three strikeouts. Sticking with baseball, the Arkansas Travelers take on the Springfield Cardinals today in game one of the best of three Texas League Divisional Series. Pre-game coverage with Stephen Davis starts at 620 on our sister station, 1067 Buzz 2. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. is conducting a required weekly or required monthly test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Esta es una prueba. Esta estación está transmitiendo la prueba semanal o mensual requerida por el sistema de alarma y de emergencia. Esta es solamente una prueba. Termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low as 0% on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to Guatney now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. 
Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you want to be a part of the show, hit the guys on Twitter at Justin Acri 7 at Wes underscore Moore or at C Weaver 1037. Call 661-1037 or email the zone at 1037thebuzz.com. Thank you high in the herbalist climbing treetops. This is not rap. My this more like bebop. Classic Freddie Hubbard. These words are uttered like dairy cattle. Sure it's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. <laughs> Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Hello, Coach. Hey. Great, great to see your face. Yeah, great to be here with you guys. Yeah. I, I, is there something when I call in that I need to attach to my phone so it's not fuzzy? or Is there anything I can do to help the, the reception? We can get you the tie line app, make it a little more clear. But Okay. I mean, we're able to make out your words. You sound okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't right. talk on speakerphone. Right. Um, or blue or uh, earbuds. Yeah. Earbuds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. just talking right. to the phone is usually fine. But we'll get you on the tie line, then it sounds like studio quality. Or let's just... Make an effort to be here. Yeah, Coach. Well, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Y'all are my bosses. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. uh, all right. Well, let's talk about last week in Fayetteville, and, and there were a lot of people jumping off the wagon this week, a lot of frustrated fans. JW's ready to run up there and fire the whole staff. Uh, you do get a little bit of overreaction, but, you know, again, I think it's just because – you know what it's like to me? This is like when I stand over a shot, and I'm like, I don't think there's any way I can hit this in bounds, and then I hit it out of bounds, and I'm, I want to break my club because I'm p- so pissed off because I knew it was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. People saw the signs after two weeks, right? Oh, yeah. Just like the Ace of Bay song. They saw the sign. And it opened up their eyes. They saw the sign. And they didn't like what they saw. And you got more of it this week, Coach. Your musical uh, it's pulling it out. The encyclopedia is just amazing. <laughs> um, not a very good performance. You know, and I was trying to, from a coach's perspective, the first 14 points were pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, you had the big run. Mm-hmm. Centennial, and we could see that coming. Yeah. I saw the sign. You know, yeah, you could you see did. that in the first couple of games, and he breaks the long punt return. And I don't know if if, if the team just kind of, you know, relaxed a little bit. Um, but the other piece too, the average age of maturity for a BYU football player <laughs> is probably twenty six and a half years old. Half the team's married. Eighty percent of that half has children, plural, so you're talking about a very mature group of men on the other side. I thought you were going to say half the team's married and half the team's sexually frustrated, so you're getting a, <laughs> you're getting a good effort either way. I thought but, he was going to go with the half the team's married and the other half has a second wife. <laughs> oh, boy. I am that not West. going there. That was Wes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wes, don't, don't, don't drag yourself down into our hell. You stay up there where hey, you belong. I, I thought I, that's what he was going to say. I've actually worked with quite better. a few Latter-day Saints. I am not going there. I respect the Mormon religion. Take it easy over there. Anyway. Anyway, they didn't panic on that sideline. Their, their coach, after he did his in, he said, hey, you know, we're settling in now. We took their shot. We're going to be okay. And, boy, that just exudes confidence into your team. Um Offensive line play, um, Coach Pittman tried to downplay it after the Western Carolina game. It didn't really improve much in the Kent State game. It became a problem. Um, they, they, they've got a problem there. Um, you know, I was just visiting with uh, Steve Sullivan outside, and we were rehashing some days of yesteryear when he was calling the Bear games, and and we were talking about the offensive line. Texas, Oklahoma, Florida. Georgia, even Alabama, LSU, those guys have creatures up there. I mean, 320, 30, 40, big girth, 
big, massive men. And that looks like the JV squad. And, and, you know, they brought one guy in from the portal. They lost three. You move your best player to center. Um, then they're struggling up there. And they've got broken hands and fingers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that's part of the game. But um, I think they've got to do something different. I think Jefferson is hurt. I thought I saw him take a couple of shots in the Kent State game. Look, my son was 6'5 and a half, 240 pounds. And we ran him too much, okay? But he was our best option in short yardage, goal line, even in the open field. That took a toll on him later in the year. And so I had to be very careful. Jefferson's already taken quite a few shots in the first, not even one-fourth of the season. and uh, But they're going to have to commit to doing it. They're going to have to commit to running him. Hopefully Sanders comes back. Again, he's going to be a little rusty, a little probably hesitant at first. But... They've got issues. I Let mean, me ask they've you got about, issues. I saw some, but Coach, I was encouraged by some of the, th- there were some good running lanes, I thought, and the, and the running backs, like the question becomes for us is, you do have three other options at running back, and A.J. Green was clearly the hot hand. How did you, because yeah. you've had multiple backs, yeah. did you ride the hot hand yeah, typically? You, you, you ride the hot hand till he till he says, I need a break. It's like the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the starter's clear to the starter, but sometimes he taps out and you get a guy in, uh, give him a blow. Um yeah, they got away. I think he only had like what nine or ten carries. Nine carries. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I understand the depth, and you want to get those guys in. And Dominique Johnson, two years ago or whatever, was a really good player, and um, I think the best one of the bunch of the others might be the Dominique kid. Um, oh, um, you talking about Dominion? Dominion, excuse me. I like Dominion. Dominion. Dominion yeah. Yeah. And he might be the most complete of the others behind Sanders. Yeah. He gets limited touches. You know, and again, I'm not practicing. I, I don't. He did. Yeah. But I think he's probably the best all around back besides Sanders when Sanders is healthy. But Green gives you that speed. He can mm-hmm. catch the football and those kind of things. But there's a couple of times where he stopped in the hole. Uh, Green did. Uh, two, yeah. two weeks ago, yep. down the goal line, he had a two way go, and left was clean. It was clear, right was cloudy, and he went to the cloudy round, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he's not seeing it good. But well, Yeah, Coach talked about that, too. He said that it's, it's on the running backs, not just the line. So. Yeah. So um, I think they're going to have to be a little bit more creative to, 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 to run Jefferson more on non-assuming downs and then move the pocket, play pass, screen game, uh, get the ball out quick. Um, maybe some empty formations where the defense has to declare, and and then you know you can do some things. Steve and I were talking about that. Um, they got to get more creative because just dropping him back, uh, passing the football. I mean, it's, it's you know it let's meet at the quarterback mm-hmm. two out of every you know four plays, and so he's taking abuse back there, and he's taking abuse uh, running the football. I mean, he he is Superman, but Superman has a kryptonite too, you know, and it's injury, and. Uh, just got to be careful, but they've got some. They've got some things to do. And then now this week you go to Baton Rouge. Well, and then defensively, some things showed up. They gave up some big plays. They they showed some lack of discipline there. Um, I think Jeff Code is a find. I mean, I think he's a dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's several of those guys that are SEC quality up there. Um, but the back end got exposed a little bit more. Yeah. Because, you know, Slovis could push the ball down the field. What is he, like a seventh-year guy now? He started every place he's been. Um, but you've ran across a very mature team that didn't panic when they fell behind 14 nothing, And then you factor in 14 or 15 penalties. Man, you go to Baton Rouge and do that, you're going to get run out of Tiger Stadium. Yeah. And uh, they're a really good football team. I mean, the second half against Florida State, against a really good team, yeah, that wasn't good. But uh, they've hit another gear on offense down there, and they're pretty talented. And I mean, Arkansas will have to probably score forty points or more to win. Um, I know the line's seventeen or something. You know, can they cover? And a half, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know I know Arkansas's won in Baton Rouge before against maybe even a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that Arkansas has the firepower that they've had in those games that they went down there, but. Uh, tough place to play on Saturday night, Baton Rouge. I want to dig deeper on that fourth and one call because your center is supposed to be your best lineman. Your left guard was preseason all SEC. That's your two best guys right there in the interior. You got a 245 pound quarterback. What does it say that they don't just call the quarterback sneak? Well, I, I think you either run the quarterback sneak 
And now that you can push and carry players along, I mean, you know, you get your biggest back back there and push your quarterback to help as well. Um, or run the quarterback on a design run with, with, a, with an extra blocker. And um, But the obvious armchair quarterbacks, they didn't make it. You put the 240-pound quarterback under center and go behind your best lineman um, and then get a push from behind, too. Um, yeah, I mean, just... What'd you do against the 10-man box? Well, you got to throw it. And you got to hope your six four receiver that you you recruited can go get the football. Who caught everything near him. Yep. Or or the Tesla kid who's got some quickness can. Uh, if you, and I think LSU will play a lot of man coverage, and so maybe Satania in the slot, matched up against a safety from LSU, you know, could be a possible big play opportunity. So, um, <laughs> but you know, again, I'm not at practice. I don't know. Um, I, I just know that this I don't, I don't like this matchup for Arkansas. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but I just don't like it. I, I think LSU right now is on a mission. I think they yeah, got what, their, their mojo back. Yeah, what's the like? Arkansas is struggling. LSU is the best team in the West. So I mean, sure, it's pretty pretty yeah. easy take I think on that yeah. one. What do you think of the next four games? Can they can they win one? You know, the A and M game on a neutral site or whatever. That's a home game for Arkansas, coach. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but you can't have recruits there. That's uh, right. Um, <laughs> You know that that's the obvious one. Um, maybe Alabama, but you got to go to Tuscaloosa this time. You know they've got their own issues, obviously yeah. <laughs> at quarterback. Um, but they've got other pieces, you know, that are just that are talented. They're just they're rounding into form. But you, you, you probably circle the A and M game as maybe one they can get. Okay, Florida Florida game actually looks a little tougher now. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean they played that was their best game of the year by far. So yeah. Anyway, yep. I just I've seen a lot of inconsistency this year. You know, there were some things that have happened, and we're just like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Among a lot of teams, not well, just Arkansas. Well, sure, but you hope. I mean, if you're going to be a a preseason player, you make that improvement from week one to week two. We really didn't see that, and then okay, well then week two to week three. Now we're going into the fourth game of the season. You're in conference play now, and you're still searching for answers. Yeah, and, and that's not a good position sure. to be in. I got it. I mean, I'm just saying week to week. I mean, you look at Florida State last week. Yep. I mean, they're a five-touchdown favorite, and they squeak one out at, at Boston College. Yep. Um, Arkansas State finally got a win against Stony Brook. Yes, a much-needed much win. This week against the Southern Miss team that will be more talented than Stony Brook. Yeah, you know, a couple things. that They rushed for 350 yards, so they were able to establish some sort of identity in that game. It was a win, so confidence comes back. You, you know, you're feeling better. They only had 14,000 people at Centennial Bank Field. I would hope that this week with Southern Miss coming in, conference game pretty good opponent uh that they could get 20 plus thousand and and and, and make that a competitive game so the miss is pretty good I, I, gore's kid i think is still there the running back uh they gave two lane quite a mm-hmm. for three and a half quarters i guess last week um but you know you you look at the schedule and you think okay this is one that we really need to get so i hope the people in the the red wolf fan base the people up in jonesboro will turn out for this team, because if they can get this one, then now all of a sudden you start seeing a little confidence. But they need to have twenty thousand plus at Centennial Bank Field this week, mm-hmm. and hopefully build on what they did last week. They didn't turn the ball over. They didn't have a lot of penalties. They had almost five hundred yards offense. They were very efficient. Carry that over against a good opponent with a big crowd, and hopefully you can steal one in the fourth quarter. The Wolves are a seven-point home underdog. Yep. By the way, so yeah, they're gonna need all the support they can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Arkansas. Uh, did some good things against North Dakota State. Just lost to a better team last week, at least at this point in the season. And again, that's a team that just does not make mistakes. And Central Arkansas had nine penalties, and they had two turnovers. And North Dakota State had fewer penalties and no turnovers, and that's an issue. This week, it's the uh, Akron Bowl coach. You got UCA against ACU in right. the UAC, uh, and it's a pretty big one for the Bears. They need to bounce back, and then the next couple weeks are big for them too. Absolutely, and, and I don't think we need to pass over uh, Sean Derek Powell's. 300 yards of offense, uh, uh, total offense. 347, I believe, total. Yeah, if, if pretty crazy. If you're counting. Yeah. Um, th- that's amazing. Now, he's not a very big young man, but he obviously has a lot of speed. Keep him healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, however you do that, try to, try to you know, keep that backfield healthy with him. But, you know, that's been a tough call for those guys. I mean, you got Darius Hale, who's kind of been the, the bell cow. Uh, uh, Colin James has kind of been that amoeba. Fit him where you can. Rest Hale. All of a sudden, you bring Powell in, who's a, all-American, mm-hmm. and and we don't even see hardly Darius Hale. Um, that's an interesting. I'd love. I, I would not want to be the running back coach um, at UCA because you got you know you got egos, you got guys, and I think they're managing that okay. Uh, credit to Darius Hale. Yeah, no uh, doubt. But they're going to need that big guy as they go. Big game. 
ACU's pretty good. Yep. They've hit the transfer portal, apparently. They've got some new faces, some maturity. Their quarterback's a six-year guy. Uh, they do have to come to Estes. I would assume it'll be a big crowd. It'll be a beautiful night, I'm sure. Um, first conference game, you know, this is one you – you know, the season has gone pretty predictable. Sure. You know, one and two is kind of where you thought they would probably be. Um, but this one right here, uh, this is a big one for both teams. ACU played UIW really well last week, and the corner words – pretty damn good yeah they're top 10 teams yep. um it is a uh short week for uapb against alabama a&m this week coach and again they squeaked oh. didn't expect it to be tight like it was last week but they did get a win so that's good yeah and, and you can always make improvements and coach harder coming off a win i said that last week uh, they had to block an extra point uh, hmm. to actually win the game it was 21 20 and they blocked the extra point uh to win the game and so uh, they got to go on the road this week against uh alabama alabama a&m they're one and two uh, they lost to Southern last week, so they're struggling. UAPB struggling in the pass game. They got the run game going a little bit, but they're really struggling in the pass game. They need to sure that up to be more competitive as they get deeper into swack play. Now we're getting tight on time. How about uh, from the GAC? Pretty predictable, I guess. Harding. Yep. I didn't know. If, I didn't expect them to dominate the way they did against the undefeated UAM team. Uh, and OBU stays unscathed. Henderson State escaped as well. Yeah, Henderson had come from behind late to beat a. a uh, a feisty uh, Arkansas Tech team who was kind of fighting for their season last week. Uh, they, they haven't gotten off the snide yet. This week, you got Harding and Henderson, and Henderson may have been looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got to go to Arkadelphia. Then OBU's got to go to UAM. And if UAM is going to be a player, this is this is the game that they need to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so as the season has progressed, last week you saw a little separation. This week you may see even more separation. So... Uh, uh, be an interesting week in the Great America Conference. All right, as we hit the break, uh, high school. Yeah, um, you, last week you had a great game with Benton and Catholic. I mm-hmm. mean, that was an instant classic. And uh, congratulations to Benton. Uh, this week, all eyes in Central Arkansas are probably on PA and and Little Rock Christian. Can Catholic bounce back against a really good Cersei, Cersei? team? Yep, I think they're under three Yep. So uh, Zach Clark over there at, at Cersei's done a great job. Uh, and then Benton has to go to El Dorado. Get them focused because El Dorado is a very difficult place to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, of course, there was a big upset down south last week. McGee lost to Monticello. Yeah. I think Monticello is a lot better this yeah, year. That, they came to Boxside and, and won in the pit. That opened a lot of eyes. And um, McGee's down a little bit. And then, of course, they draw Warren this week in Warren. So mm-hmm. that's a tough get for them. So. A lot of good high school football. We were at Desert Carlisle last week, the wife and I. Yeah, as y'all and I went and watched John Barbary. They fell short against Carlisle, but it was good to see John and his family. And uh, I think we're going to go watch uh, CAC up on Mustang Mountain this week, Ryan Howard and those troops. So. Yeah, they lost a tough one last week. That was a, yep. yeah. that was a tough hard-fought loss. We saw him at the Touchdown Club. His quarterback is doing good things. I need to go see him before the season's over for sure. Yep. Love, love Ryan. Great dude. 10.53, got to hit a break. Coach Conk, appreciate you. And Farm Brothers Flying Services would wrap the hour with us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Stay tuned. You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fix that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fix the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT-managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleaning 
cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the Butcher Shop Steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $32.50 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney Buick GMC 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. All right, we got a lot more from Sam Pittman coming up next hour in the Red White Report. Also going to talk to Zach Williams, defensive lineman for Arkansas, get his thoughts on uh, the goal this week. Obviously, it's to win down at LSU, and I think for a lot of Razorback fans, from the uh, early indications, not feeling very optimistic. So hopefully Zach is feeling a little bit more so. We'll visit with him, Pat Bradley, a little bit later as well. Coach Conk, appreciate uh, you. And uh, we went a little long there, so we don't have a lot of time here. But appreciate uh, Lance and the folks at Farm Brothers Flying Service. Love having you up every week. And good breakdowns. And it's good to kind of run around the state and hit all the different levels of football. Yeah, and, you know, and I wasn't trying to be Debbie Downer about the Arkansas situation. You know, you kind of see it as you see it, and everybody can see it. I mean, they're just they're they're dysfunctional on offense right now. And then... A couple of uh, couple things popped up defensively. You can't win if you have 14 or 15 penalties. So they've got, at the very least, they got to clean that up. If they get that cleaned up, sure up some fundamentals, get the ball out of the quarterback's hand a little quicker, um, you know, move him around, you know, limit his hits, but still, you know, calculated runs. Yeah, they got, they're going to be competitive. So I didn't want to be Debbie Downer, but. You sound like an optimist compared to most of our hosts here, so you're fine. (laughs) They've got some issues to work through, and uh, I'm sure those guys are working 24-7 up there in Fayetteville to to try to fix those things. Coach, I appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Yeah, you bet. All right, busy second hour. Stay tuned. We'll hear from uh, one of the players, get his thoughts on the Razorback state of mind at this point. More from Coach Pittman as well. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better price.